Hi everybody, John Azalon here, your host for another episode of This Week in Appa. Yes, we are back after our little bit of a spring break. Happy to be back and happy to have all you folks who listen religiously to this podcast back with me as well. I put up a little preview a couple of days ago just to warn you that we are back in business here on TWIA and uh, we got a great show for you coming right back off the break. Uh, I don't know how many of you folks uh, were able to see an article that was uh, put up on the Facebook uh, sites by Greg Wells. He found it in a publication called the uh, Ephrata Review. It's uh, a little town in Pennsylvania, not far from Lancaster, uh, the former home of the Apple Game Company. Uh, and it told a story of the Cito League, uh, which uh, is going to be celebrating its 50th year in existence. 50 years this league has been going. And uh, just this past season, the last season that they played, a guy by the name of Randy, uh, better known as Ruben Walker, uh, won the league championship. It was his first in his 40 years of being in the league. And uh, the story behind it, I mean, that might seem like, okay, guy won the league, big deal. But uh, the story behind it is really uh, touching and moving and really, uh, in fact, incredible. Uh, We will talk uh, with his wife, Lisa, and uh, a friend of theirs, a good friend of Ruben uh, and the Walker family, Daryl May. Uh, I think you're going to want to hear this. It's it's one that you definitely don't want to miss on the podcast today. We're also going to be talking with our good friend, Dominic Provisiero, who's going to give us another edition of Commissioner's Corner. Uh, He's going to talk about finding uh, managers or owners for your league. Uh, Very interesting topic. And so Dom's going to be back and we're going to be chatting with him as well. So episode number 61 is straight ahead. So stick around. When we come back, we're going to be talking to the folks from Ephrata, Lisa and Ruben Walker and Daryl May. So stick around. You're listening to This Week in Appa. Welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Appa. I'm your host, John Azalon. And uh, right now, I've got uh, some very special guests, and that's plural. Uh, I'm not sure how many of you uh, folks uh, uh, who are in the Appa community got a chance to read uh, the article that was in the Ephrata, uh, uh the review. And now, uh, Ephrata is a town uh, just about uh, 10, maybe 15 minutes outside of Lancaster. Uh, Pennsylvania, the original home of, of APA Baseball uh, and uh, the APA Game Company. Um, but there is a league uh, that is centered in that area. It's been going on for 50 years. It's called the CETO League. And uh, the article that uh, was written uh, really centered around the league, but more uh, emphatically uh, with a couple, Lisa and Randy Walker. Uh, and, and Randy after being in the league for 40 years, uh, won his first league championship. And the story between him and his wife and the rest of the league was what really uh, drew me uh, to doing this podcast uh, for them and about them. And so I want to be able right now to welcome in my guest uh, today, 
uh, Lisa Walker, uh, her husband, Randy, and Daryl May, who's a very good friend of the family, been friends, lifelong friends with Randy, uh, involved in APA along the way. Uh, and so I want to uh, uh, say a very uh, big welcome to them on this week in APA. Uh, lady and gentlemen, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Yep, thanks for having us. Yeah, no problem. Now, let's let's start from uh, from the beginning. And first, I, I'm going to go to Lisa, and then we'll kind of backtrack. And, and Lisa, uh, th the reason why uh, this article was so touching to me and, and, and to people throughout the APA community, um, uh, your husband, Randy, was uh, diagnosed uh, five years ago with ALS. And, uh, of course, everybody knows how devastating that disease is. Can you kind of give us a little bit of background on that and uh, tell us where uh, Randy is right now? And I know Randy's there with you, but uh, we'll, we'll let you tell the story. Okay. <clears throat> he was diagnosed five years ago this past January, and it affected his speech. And it took us almost a year to find out what was wrong. And we finally had to go out to Hershey, Pennsylvania, to the um, ALS clinic, and he was diagnosed there which it was a devastating thing to hear. Uh, but he has such a, a good attitude and a positive attitude that he's doing very well. Now today, he has a trach, um, an event to help him breathe. Mm -hmm. He's pretty much paralyzed. Um, he can move his feet a little bit, and that's how he tells me what he wants when yeah. we play this game. Right. He can move his head. I can read his lips and his mind at this point. <laughs> so we do pretty well um we still go out and about and go to the movies go to friends houses we have a sport group that we go to and we have a, an actually we actually have a walk coming up in hershey on june 1st that we uh we take part in that every year and our team has grown it's called ruben's raiders mm-hmm so we do that and we're advocates for the disease and we go to the Capitol and talk to them about that funding and things like that. Yeah. So that's yeah. basically what we are. Yeah. Well, that I, it, it's, it's, it's a great story. And it's always, you know, it, it's, uh, you, you don't really realize the effect it has on a family and, and certainly on the spouse of someone with that disease. But, uh, uh, and we're going to get into detail about, uh, how far you go to make Randy's life as full as possible. But, uh, and we're going to get back to that, but right now I want to, I want to bring in Daryl May and Daryl, uh, what I ask of, of all of my guests uh, who come on this program is how uh, they got started in APA, how they were introduced to it. And you and Randy uh, have a, a very uh, uh, tight knit uh, friendship and it all began and kind of included APA. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, way back in the day when we were in elementary school, I learned how to play APA at the, the local playground where we used to hang out in, in the mornings while the parents were at work. And then I met Randy in junior high and showed him the game and, and we started playing and it's he kind of took to it like I did. And we just kind of played all the time. I remember, you know, when we were in high school, we would uh, start Saturday morning, eight o'clock with a gallon of milk and a a couple of Mario double stuff, and we would play till <laughs> eight o'clock at night, man. <laughs> so twelve-hour binges of Apa. I, I get it. Listen, I've been right there with you, my friend. 
So you really introduced Randy to the game. How did I mean? You said you you learned it on the playground, but were there other kids that uh, that had yeah. it? How did you actually get hold of it? Yeah, um, that that's where I learned it. Um, uh, at the baseball diamond in the local town, Akron, where I lived, um, they played it every day in the mornings. And um, that's the, the kids next to me actually played it too. And the guy, the kid across the street from me also played it. So we all hung at the playground and then I started playing with them and I just kind of learned it from there. I think, I think my parents bought me my first set in 1974. I mm -hmm. think it was my first set of cards. Um, they actually had a app of, club in high school is that right yeah okay. oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we had we had a club and and uh we were both members of that too yeah that's the second time i've heard somebody tell me that there was a high school club that they had that was dedicated to app and i never heard of that before ever but uh but that's awesome i mean that that there were that many people that were involved and started an actual club so yeah. so you guys started playing uh, and like you said you're at times you were playing 12 hours a day i think i read where you you estimate that you and Randy have played over fifteen thousand games together. So that's 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 an incredible number right there. Yeah, and I I think that's pretty accurate. We we sat down and went through it with all the games we played with all the old time great teams and the World Series franchise sets and um of course forty years of one hundred and sixty two games. You know that <laughs> that adds up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. Uh, you know, pre we always played preseason games. Uh, you know, we draft our new teams, or you know, before we'd start, we'd sit down and play some preseason games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, it's so, yeah. So they add up, and and, and fifteen thousand isn't a real stretch, but uh, nope. Uh, yeah. So now, uh, okay. So so you you and Randy are playing, and then uh, uh, enter Larry Burkholder uh, of Ifreda, uh, who started a baseball league, I, I guess back in 1969. And yep. uh, tell, tell us how you and Randy got involved with that. Well, um, I actually answered um, an ad in the local shopping paper. Um, there was an ad that said local APA baseball league looking for manager. I called him and joined him. I knew absolutely nobody. Uh, <laughs> I think Larry was maybe the third person I talked to. And uh, I, I joined, and uh, of course, our draft has always been, since 1969, the last Sunday in February. Mm -hmm. So on the last Sunday in February, we went to this guy's house, and uh, they were scrambling. I guess somebody was supposed to join and didn't, so we, they were looking for one more manager. And uh, I said, you know, I said, I know somebody, and we were in the town of Akron, and yeah. Akron has a park that has a pond, and me and Randy and his dad used to go fishing there all the time. Mm -hmm. I said, I know where a player is. I, so somebody drove me because I didn't drive yet. I wasn't in high school. I was still in high school. I didn't have my license. <laughs> yeah. So they drove me up to the pond where him and his dad were fishing. I jumped out of the car and yelled at him, hey, you want to join an app of baseball league? And <laughs> packed the stuff up and came down. And now 40 years later, he's league champion. <laughs> wow. That, that, that's a good yeah. Oh yeah, I guess his I nickname is Ruben. Uh, he got that from a uh, one of the baseball manager people that were midget coaches. Uh -huh. Said he reminded Randy reminded him of a baseball player named Ruben. 
So he's been Ruben since. <laughs> so he's got a nickname and that's stuck. And that's what everybody calls him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like my Randy. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, so it's Ruben. Okay, well, that's, that's, that's good. That's, that's, where, that's where nicknames come from, and they stick, and, mm-hmm. and that's, that's how it goes. So, so you guys uh, joined the league, and, and uh, you, you, as almost any league that has been around as long as you guys, you guys have gone through a lot, a lot of changes and, and probably numbers of teams and contraction and uh, addition and subtraction. Um, uh, talk about the league kind of in general, some of the guys that, that are involved in it. Um, well, yeah, we've been through our share of ups and downs. When me and uh, Ruben joined, I think we were – 10 teams and shortly after that we moved to 12 no we made it 12 actually i'm sorry me and randy made it 12 Mm -hmm. and then we expanded all the way up to 16 and now over the past couple years we we're now back down to a kind of an odd number at 13 right now because Mm -hmm. of um just some circumstances but we do have uh, a manager jason whitmer who was in our league for almost a decade and his job situation changed, but he didn't want to quit the league. So uh, we do FaceTime on the computer. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, and he plays via Skype. From Florida. From, from West Palm Beach, from Florida. From Palm Beach, right. Okay, right. Uh, uh, Larry Burkholder, he was one of the original members uh, that formed the league. And uh, we lost the other original member last year to uh, – to early onset Alzheimer's, mm. but uh, yeah, Larry's quite a special guy too. I think in the fifty years he's been in the league, he's only ever had three losing seasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It says he's uh, from the article says he's won like seven or eight championships. He's been in even more World Series and, and lost them. So uh, you know, so, some of the some of the guys in these leagues they they figure it out. They know what it takes. They they know what it takes to to win and win consistently and make enough trades to. Uh, to keep them uh, on the upper echelon of these leagues. And Larry seems to be uh, a guy who's been able to do that. Um, you, you mentioned uh, uh, the different way guys play. I mean, what type of league is it? Uh, is it a combination of dice, computer? Uh, how does is, how is that all work with you? Um, we're, we are straight uh, dice. Um, we've modified our rules mm-hmm. to simulate as close as we can get to, to real baseball, you know what I mean? Like the game is intended. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, we, it's pretty much a dice and uh, drafting and uh, learning how to, to put the team together and how to make the different cards for the set work for you. Right. You know, the app is meant to replay. And when you jumble it up, yeah, yeah. Down like 13 teams. Yeah. That's, I think that's one of the things that makes Larry so good because sometimes I look at his lineups and I scratch my head, but <laughs> I, I try to model my, my team after his now because yeah, he's been successful. Uh, apparently he knows how to work the cards so they, yeah. they work in the situation. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that's exactly how that works. Now, uh, okay, and I, I want to kind of shift gears to Lisa and Ruben. Uh, first of all, Ruben, Randy, Congratulations on winning the championship uh, after thir- 39 years, I, I think, is, is that's what I've read. That's a long time to go between your first big drink of water, but uh, it had to make it really, really sweet. And, Lisa, uh, what was it like uh, for for Randy uh, or Ruben when, when uh, he won that championship? Tell, tell us a little bit about how that went. Well, I thought we were on our, what, fifth game? 
we were on our fifth game and Daryl was here keeping score for me. Cause I don't know how to keep score. <laughs> so the guys have to keep the score for us. Yeah. And, uh, I thought we won in the fifth game and I was ready to jump up. <laughs> it was so exciting. <laughs> and, and I don't really like this game too much, but it was really exciting for him, you know, for my yeah. husband. Yeah. And uh, I was like ready to jump out of the chair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I got brought back down to earth. <laughs> we went to this game and they, um, we were behind two, two runs and, we were in extra innings mm. and I, I had, it was, we were up and I rolled and I got a guy on base and then I rolled again and then we had a home run. So then I was like, yeah, <laughs> 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 you choice birds. And <laughs> she, she rolls dice. Like she loves the game. It's been a long time since <laughs> I've seen somebody roll dice like that. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, when she said she doesn't really care when I read it in the article, doesn't care for the game. I, I, I you have to have some little bit of appreciation for the game though, to be able to do, you know, what you're doing. And because of the ALS, uh, your husband can't, can't roll the dice. And so, and you're right there. And, and when he wants to play, whether it's in league play or just to roll a game, you're there to do that for him. I, I, I can't believe that you don't like the game. You probably don't love the game like some of these guys do and like we all do, but you still have to have some kind of appreciation for it. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. It's not my favorite. I watch football, baseball any day. Yeah, right. But um, it, he likes it. He wanted to play. He wanted to quit. And I said, well, whatever you need. You know, if you want me to help you, as long as the guys are okay with it, I'll help you because I'm the first girl in the league. Yeah. So, um, and they were okay with it. So, which well, was very good. They and, didn't and, and that, I think that lends itself to the way the league feels about randy uh mm -hmm. and and not wanting a, a long time participant to leave uh under any circumstance and to have somebody like you there that's willing to do that that's that's really an incredible and really a statement uh, uh for your relationship with your husband now you and randy have been married how long we were married 12 years in april 12 years in april and little did you know that you were going to be part of an apple championship i'm sure I had, we had no idea that where life was going to take us, especially here. <laughs> well, like, can you go to the basement? <laughs> I don't want to hear these guys sitting the table anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, and some people find it comforting. Others find it annoying. So, you know, there's a <laughs> fine line uh, in, in between there. But, uh, but yeah. Oh, so smack talk and everything. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter how old you are. You got to talk a little smack here and there now. <laughs> And, and I know that you guys, I, I think I, I, and I'm not sure if it was Daryl and, and, and his wife, but don't, when you, when you guys play your wives role for you, is that, is yes. that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. My, my wife steps in when, when we play now and, and she rolls for me when we play Randy. <laughs> well, that's, that's it's fun. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's like, a, it's game night, you know, it's game night. You get together yep. and, and you play it and, and you do it all together. Well, Darren uh, is like very particular. He has a particular way that he picks up his <laughs> dice, as most of these guys do. So if she doesn't pick him up right, he's like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, pick him up the right way. So, there, there's a lot of superstition involved in that. Though, right? There's some little championship secrets you have to know. <laughs> 
So you guys are going to go. Now you're starting this year's your 50th year. Is that, uh, is that correct? No, this is their 40th year. It's the league's 50th. It's the 50th year for the league, 40th year. Now, yeah. for what I understand, uh, 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 Ruben, is, is, is he cashing in on, uh, on the league now? That's what he says. He says he's over it, but we'll see. I don't believe it, Randy. I don't believe it at all. <laughs> he's over there smiling. He's smiling. We'll see. <laughs> that's, his, that's his little secret he's holding back until he has to make yeah. a decision. Well, I can't I, I'm not playing. You know, uh, it, 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 it's tough. I mean, I've, I've tried to put the game away uh, uh, many, many times through, through the, uh, the years that I've been playing. But, boy, it just creeps up on you. And, and it would be nice to, after, you know, maybe uh, going out on a high note, winning the championship, and then, and then saying goodbye. But uh, I, got, I got a feeling. I got a feeling you might have a, a couple more years in them. It's, it, it, it's hard to go out and not try to uh, repeat. And, right. Uh, and so I, I think that's going to be a tough decision uh, for him to do. But you'll be right there if he decides to come back, right, Lisa? Yep, most definitely. Yeah, that's, the only that's... thing I don't do is help him with the draft. Daryl does that. Yeah. And uh, then he'll tell me. I'll put his cards. He has an iReader computer that he can yeah. talk through. Mm-hmm. And I'll tape his cards up to it. And he'll look at them and he'll tell me who he wants to keep and who he doesn't want to keep. Beautiful. The minors or whatever. And, and then he'll pick his team that way. And then I write everything down for him. Well, I, I need an assistant like that when I play. I think I, I'm going to have to recruit somebody in here. Uh, where's Trish? Where, where's Trish? She's got to be somewhere. Yeah, I, I need that. That's kind of nice to have. Uh, now, the league is called the Cedo League, but nobody there seems to know why it's called that. I, I did it one time, but it's been so long. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to give Larry Burkholder a call and find out. He'll, he'll, he, I'm sure he knows. So we'll, yes, he would know. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, well. It, it, either way, uh, to have a league that's lasted 50 years, you guys got to be doing something right. And I know, uh, Daryl, you and Randy have been in it for 40. Uh, it just great to hear. I, and, and, you know, I, I've been doing this podcast for – uh, a little over a year now, and and the story. When I think I hear the epitome of of how this APA community works and how it is all joined together, I think, well, that story that encapsulates encapsulates everything that there is. But you know, when I read this, I thought, man, it, it doesn't get any better than this. And and you guys have really uh, uh, been an inspiration to me. And I know I saw when it was put up. I think Greg Wells found it and put it up and, and just the comments back from other uh, uh, folks who play app has been really incredible. And uh, uh, all I can say is congratulations, Randy, congratulations on winning the championship. Lisa, you had something to do with it as well. So congratulations to you, Daryl, uh, for bringing us all together, for being lifelong friends and, uh, and introducing, uh, uh, Ran- I don't know if I should call him Randy or Ruben. I, 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 I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of lost on there, but uh, I'll, 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 I'll go with Ruben now, but uh, uh, for you to get, to get it all started and, and, and to be in this league together for as long as you have, uh, it's just been a great story. And I, I can't, I can't tell you how much I appreciate uh, you guys coming on and talking about it. And uh, uh, certainly uh, everybody wishes Ruben the best of luck in, in battling uh, this, this disease. And uh, we want to, uh, give you our best and Lisa just keep up the great work uh, and, and keep and keeping there 
uh, for your husband. It's, it's just, it's, it's a very moving story. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, Thank you to uh, everybody else too. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure we'll hear a lot about it uh, after this podcast airs uh, about uh, uh, how much it's meant to them as well. So thanks again. Best of luck to everybody. And uh, hey, let's let's talk again sometime. We'll see what's happening. Right. Sounds good. Anytime. Right. Great. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have a great day. You Thank too. you. All right. Bye now. That was Daryl May uh, and uh, the uh, Walkers, Randy or Ruben. I'm going to call him Ruben now. And Lisa. Uh, just a great story, and uh, we we really uh, hope you uh, will uh, get as much out of this as as I and many others uh, in the Appa community have. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue on with this week in Appa. I'm John Aslan, your host, and hang with us. It's time once again for another segment of Commissioner's Corner with uh, our good friend, friend of the APA community, and certainly a friend of the podcast, Dominic Provisiero. Dom, welcome back, and uh, uh, let's see what you got for us this week. How you doing, John? Greetings to uh, APA Nation. Uh, it's a nice day up here in New York, and uh, we're ready for uh, uh, Chapter 2. So last uh, time we spoke, we talked about um, the format of getting started on a league, uh, whether you wanted to play BBW, boards, face-to-face, online, so on and so forth. Uh, we covered a lot of topics on that. Um, so today, we're going to assume that you uh, established your format. And now, um, as they say, you have to find bodies, you have to find players. So what we're going to talk about is uh, how and where do you find uh, other franchise owners slash managers. So uh, what we do uh, nowadays, as um, the younger people may not know, is uh, it's a lot easier to find people to play. Uh, back in the day when you and I first started playing APA, uh, we had uh, not too many avenues to find players. Right. Uh, I know when I got my set, other than the guy across the street who played, um, those were the only two people I knew that had an APA game. Right. Uh, so we started to try to find ways of how do you how do you identify where the people are. So back then we had the uh, Apple Journal, right. uh, the AJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a directory which was fantastic. Uh, found a uh, actually found a co uh, co founder of uh, my current league uh, through the AJ uh, directory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the time, what they would do is they would list the name, the address, the phone number, uh, basically everything that you can't do now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, for security reasons. Yeah. That's right. how you found him. You know, you went down yeah. the list and you saw, like for me, I saw a guy in New York. There it is. Let's contact him and see if he wants sure. to, you know, join our league. Yeah. So that's how, you know, back in the day, it was really word of mouth and, um, you know, the the, um, the tournaments, you know, when the, when APA had the tournaments in uh, Lancaster. Right. Uh, if you went there, you might find somebody else from your same state that went there and you didn't even know that, you know, he was an APA player until you met him at the uh, convention. Right. So those were ways that you did it back then. Um, nowadays, it's so much easier. I mean, you know, you go to the Apple website, and the Apple website puts, um, you know, puts league announcements on there. Who's looking for leagues? What yeah. type of league? You know, so that's that's always a plus. So you're you're getting that out, you know, once a week. Um, the other the other way, of course, is uh, uh, the uh, boards, the message boards. Mm-hmm. You know, you go on. Apple message boards and there's a you know a league match on there uh which we actually had years ago obviously not on the internet but we used to do it uh, 
uh, we would do is, you know, put all that information in there. Hey, you know, we're looking for a, uh, you know, a 10th manager, you know, uh, this is the type of league it is. And somebody interested would read that and contact the commissioner. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have, you know, um, uh, you know, you can put your own little uh, blurb on there if you're looking for a league, you know, hey, I'm looking for a BMW sure. league, yeah. for pro league, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And what's great about that is, I got to tell you, you know, it, I think no matter what league you want to be in, you'll find one. Yeah, absolutely. You know, no matter what format. If you said, hey, I want to play, you know, retro leagues, uh, you know, starting in 1965, you, somebody's out there with that kind of league. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and, and the information you can get back within a few hours, whereas before it might take you a week or two or even longer uh, to get a response if, if you had a request, yeah. right? Absolutely. I mean, I think nowadays, you know, you put something out on the internet, you probably got a response, you know, no later than 24 hours. I mean, sometimes almost instantaneously, you know, so it's a lot easier to find guys. Um, and then, you know, the other issue is, uh, you have Facebook, right? Um, so, so you got Facebook, you can look at, you got this program where you can hear people come on and and talk about different things, you know. I mean, there's so many, there's so many outlets to find players. I think, I think finding players um, is probably the easiest part of starting a league, believe it or not. Now, I'm not going to tell you uh, when I say finding players. I'm just saying finding players. I'm not saying finding good players, <laughs> or finding players that'll stick around. So that's another vetting issue, okay? Yeah. Which, which is, you know, we'll we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But the bottom line is to actually find guys that are interested. It's so much easier, so much easier. Absolutely. And I, I got to tell you a little secret. Um, as you probably know from being on the boards and being on Facebook, you know, I do this roll call, you know, every couple of months. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll have a roll call, and all I'm really asking for is, hey, you know, who, where, where, where are you from, you know? And, and so the reason I did that is because when, when guys put where they're from, I'm hoping – that I see, say, say some New York guys that I don't know, and then I can contact them. Yeah, you know. So it was kind of a, it was kind of a, um, a selfish thing in the beginning because I wanted to see if I could, you know, locate where the New York guys were and the, the New, New Jersey guys. Yeah. Um, I use that. I use that a lot. And what I'm finding lately is um, a lot of other people have caught on to that and are doing the same thing. Yeah. So you do you a little. Know? So you do a little fishing. You know, you're you're throwing your your line out there and seeing. Uh, you know what? What might come up, and 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 some local or regional guys uh, that you can contact and and keep in your pool, and in, in case you do need a player. Absolutely, and I have, and I'm and I'm I'm happy to say that now I see other people doing the same thing. Like yeah. somebody might say, uh, "Hey, you know, I'm from Wisconsin," and then you'll see a couple lines later, somebody will say, "Hey, I'm from Wisconsin too. What sure. part of Wisconsin are you from?" Yeah. And the next thing you know, these two guys connect and they make friends, and maybe they join leagues or they. They get together for Apple, and it's it's, it's, yeah. it's a great thing, right? Yeah, the only thing I get a little disappointed on is I think there's so many people on the boards and on Facebook because you know there's kind of ways where you can see like how many members the um, that particular uh, you know chapter has, yeah. you know that that mm-hmm. the form. And, and and I I get disappointed because not everybody participates in that. I would love to put a roll call out where everybody just gets on and says, "Hey, this is where I'm." Yeah, it's simple. You know? Yeah, simple to do. Yeah, and and in, and in fact, you know, I, I when I put um, emails and messages out there um, on the message boards, I, I always I started 
with my handle at the bottom, like my signature. Mm-hmm. I always put Dom in New York. Mm-hmm. And I always did that because I figured maybe if other people did that, that's also another way where you could say, hey, this guy's from here. Right. You know? right. You know? right. So so that's so 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 I kind of steal people from roll call. Um uh, the Apple website, as 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 we talked about, that's that's another good way. And and what happens now is John puts out the new um, the new customers, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. we so so when you read that and you see a new customer from your area, yeah. that's another way. Exactly. You know, and, and I always do that. I send it. I send it to Apple and I say, hey, can you give my contact information mm-hmm. to to the person that's from New York on that on yeah. that list? And mm-hmm. I actually got a good. Um, uh, last year, we got a, a, a new manager from from oh, that's that. awesome. So, yeah, that's pretty- yeah. So, uh, and, but you're right. There there are a number of different ways. Uh, it's a lot easier than it used to be. Uh, so now, so now you 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 have maybe a group of guys or a couple guys or even one guy uh, who's interested in your league. What do you do? You mentioned vetting. What are your yeah. uh, uh, What's your procedure? Well, so. I mean, you know, I'd be lying if I told you that we have a 38-year league and and we've never had issues with, with guys coming in. You know, I think everybody has, you know, those couple of guys, not many, which is great. I mean, over the course of the years, we've had probably over 60, 70 managers when you count them all. But, you know, you're always going to get a couple. Um, so what, what we do now is basically we have a vetting process. And the vetting process is as follows. Let's say John Aslan wants to join our league, okay? Uh, either you come to me and say, hey, I'd like to join your league, or somebody in the league comes to us and says, hey, I got this guy, I met this guy, or he's a friend, or whatever. And so what we'll do is I'll, I'll put out a Canvas email to the, to the other league members, you know, the, the current league members. And I'll say, hey, John Aslan wants to join our league. I got, you guys got 24 hours to let me know if, if we should put a stop sign on this, yeah. you know. What I'm looking for is for somebody to turn around and say, hey, I was in a league with this guy once before. Right. You know, it didn't work out. He's this, he's that, whatever, you know. Um, so that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for input from my group. Right. Now, if, if, if somebody has an issue with the guy for whatever reason, they'll let us know. And then we can chat about it and then decide, hey, you know, is this something that happened like, you know, 20 years ago, you know, whatever. Um, Or is it something that we should say, hey, you know what, maybe he's not the right guy for our league. Um, We we get very picky um, because we have a good group of guys. And, you know, like like, um, uh, one of my uh, longtime managers, Dave Hall, what, what he always says is, you know what, we're around for 38 years, so we must be doing something right. Sure, yeah. So I think what we do is we try to find out is there anything is any reason why we should not let this play into the league and yeah. and let's you know let's assume everybody says not oh, don't know him don't know anything or I do know him I don't know anything bad about him or I do know him hey he's a great guy um, and then we move forward and what he does is he becomes like an apprentice okay uh, we hook him up with a team he becomes like a co-manager for that team for one season mm-hmm. uh, and what we want from the um, from the owner. We want him to teach, you know, the the way we play the game. Sometimes the way we play the game, the values and stuff might be different than somebody else's league. Or, you know, if you're in a 24-man league versus uh, a 10-man league, there are definitely value differences. Oh, yeah. Um, so so we do that, and then uh, we tell the guy, you know, he's got to be an apprentice for, for a season. And then at the end of the season, um, he's allowed to then put in for his own franchise. What we're hoping during that apprentice season is that number one he learns our our ways and our values and you know the ways the different ways we play the game but 
But also what we're looking for is we want him to play a couple of games against each manager. Because at the end of that season, if he applies for his own team, we're going to take another vote. And we're going to say, hey, what do you guys think? You know, should we let this guy you know, have his own um, yeah. team in our league? Right. And it's going to be on the interactions that these guys have with him. You know, so that's so that's another part of the vetting process. And, you know, when the vetting process is over, you hopefully have a guy who's going to fit in. He's going to be a good team member. Um, and, you know, we, we go yeah. on from there. Yeah. And it's worked pretty good. Yeah. And it's important, too. I mean, again, every league has got uh, their own priority of, of what they expect from a manager. Some might get your stats in on time if that's still what you do. Uh, some might be be available to play if, if you're doing face to face. So each league can kind of prioritize what they are looking for in a player. And that way, and I think what you do, I've never heard it done like that, where you actually have them co-manage a team and then apply for their own team, which is really, I think, an outstanding way of doing it. Well, it's, it, it's, it's a way that works for us, but, yeah. he, but the, the drawback is that a guy might not be willing to do that. You know, he may say, I don't, I don't want to waste the... I want my own team. I like, yeah, if you got a team available, fine. If not, yeah, yeah. That also gives a... If a guy comes in, which which they have, you know, all of them have in, in, for, for the most part. Yeah. Um, they've come in and they've done this. I think at the end, you know, when he gets his own team, I, I think he realizes that, you know what? That was a really good way to do this because, it, you know, it gives the league a chance to see me and it gives me a chance to see the league because, right. you know what, John? It might work in reverse. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, the guy might turn around to us and say, hey, I had fun, but you know what? <laughs> I don't think this this type of league is for me. Yeah, it's a dom. It's, it's a dom guy. The dom guy I don't like. Everybody else is good, but da, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Everybody gets what they want, and I think it works out. And again, you know, we've had managers here for yeah. you know over yeah. twenty five years. Yeah. So you know, I, I think the vetting process is good for us. Again, you you know, it's your league, right? Yeah. So you may want not want to do that. This is just an idea. Sure. Okay. Yeah. You may be the person who says, yeah, the guy wants to play, let him in, and that's great. But yeah. sometimes you'll find out, you know, at the end of that season that, hey, maybe this wasn't the right thing to do. You know, the guy caused some issues or, you know, whatever. Well, and um, not only that, Tom, I think a good point uh, of doing it that way is that if you give a guy his own team, he could bail halfway through the season or, or during the season. Whereas this, if he's with... Uh, a, a co-manager, if he does decide this isn't for me and I want to get out right away, I don't want to waste my time, you still have that team that's a viable, it has a viable owner to it. So it kind right. of is an insurance plan for the league. It is, and that's a good way to put it. It is like an insurance plan. And I think also what it does is it gives the guy, you know, maybe the guy's never been in a league before. And and so by by coming on as a co-manager, he kind of, he kind of, you know, gets to see what the commitment is. Yeah. You know, hey, this is how they do this, that. Hey, this is the way the schedule works, yeah, you know? Right. Um, so so it kind of does work for both ends. Um, and, and I think, you know, again, I'm not saying it's a perfect, um, you know, solution or a perfect idea, but it's just an idea to put out there for somebody who's, you know, beginning their own league, something you may want to think about. Yeah. Well, know, obviously... It- from scratch, it's hard to do that because you don't have any team. Yet. Right, and it's a big, much more of a building process. You're exactly right, but uh, but you know th- th- those are all really great points, and that's exactly why we're having you come on and do these segments for guys that are interested in getting in leagues or starting leagues. Um, and again, uh, finding the guys for your league—that's probably 
uh, right up there at the top of getting a league started besides your format and, and some of the rules. And our next segment, dovetailing into that, is going to be about setting up rules for the league. Right, right. We're going to talk about that. Uh, you know, some some things about, you know, how, how to establish some rules, which rules should you have, and, you know, uh, we're going we're gonna to discuss that. Okay. Anything else about uh, the player, uh, finding players that you want to discuss before we uh, move on? Uh, no, I think I've, I've covered what I think is um, yeah. pretty impressive. Um, of course, you know, I, 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 we do want to let, you know, uh, Appination know that, you know, if they have any comments, ideas, or, or anything, you know, uh, as you always say, to, uh, you know, put that voicemail in or contact contact you right and, and that's the key is 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 first of all download the app on your phone uh search out this particular podcast of this week and uh this week in apple podcast favorite that don't like the facebook page that's that's all great but if you want to be a part of the program uh send send me voicemails if you have any uh ideas comments uh questions for dom in this segment uh, you can send me a one-minute voicemail, but you have to download the app and then favorite the This Week in Apple podcast specifically uh, to become part of the program. And if you have questions for Dom Cerner, that's a great way to do it, or send them to me at the This Week in Apple uh, uh, Facebook page. Either way, we'll get them to Dom, and we'll discuss it in his next segment. Dom, as always, a pleasure. Thanks for stopping in, and uh, next week we'll talk about rules. Okay, John, good to hear from you, and uh, um, looking forward to seeing the Cincinnati Reds get some wins for you. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. <laughs> but, hey, you know, the pitching's good. The hitting's falling apart all of a sudden. So, uh, you know, they got no hit by the A's the other night, if you can believe that. So oh, uh, oh. An, an interesting an interesting year, certainly, for the Reds. And, uh, again, best of luck to your Yankees. I know you're, you're watching them very closely. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. All right, All right uh, John. Hear from you. We'll talk to you next week. All right, uh, that wraps up this week's segment of Commissioner's Corner. We'll be back with more this week in APA when we return. And we are back, but only for a short period of time. As we're going to close this episode of This Week in APA, I really want to thank my guests who really made this all possible, being a very good show, uh, Lisa and Ruben Walker, uh, along with their friend Daryl May, talking about the CETO League and uh, the great story of, of from Lisa and uh, Randy, a.k.a. Ruben, um, just uh, just another example of the, an inner workings of the APA community and how that league has uh, kept friends together for a long, long time and continues uh, to embellish those friendships and relationships and uh, all doing it through uh, the game of APA. So thanks to them for coming on and sharing their story. Also want to thank Dominic Provisiero uh, for his uh, Commissioner's Corner, another great segment about how to find league players. Um, also want to mention a couple things from the newsletter. Uh, definitely uh, check out 
the 2018 college football card set now available. Uh, they uh, include the New Year's Six uh, and uh, a set of 12 teams. That includes uh, the four playoff teams. And you can uh, look at the rosters all on the uh the APA newsletter page, um, some uh, some great teams and some uh, great fun to be had if you are into college football. Uh, also, uh, want to mention that uh, the APA convention coming up, as uh, we all know, uh, in the month of June, you can check out uh, the schedule, the convention schedule, the tournament rules for the tournaments that are going to be held, and you can register also all in one spot on the APA Games newsletter. And if you have not subscribed to that, you really need to do so. Uh, You can get weekly information. John Herson uh, does a very uh, uh, fine job of putting that all together on one page. So uh, we're going to wrap this one up. Thanks again to the Walkers and Daryl May and Dominic Previciero. Next week, we're going to be talking with Chris White from Las Vegas, Nevada. Chris, uh, last year, uh, was the uh, tournament director for uh, the Vegas tournament, which was held at the Flamingo Hotel. He's got another one coming up this year, new venue. He'll tell us all about it next week. So until then, this is John Aslan saying so long and thanks for listening to This Week in APA.